And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello and welcome to the gala premiere episode of Garage Sale Gloat. I'm Chris Honeywell and I make my living going to garage sales and then selling the crap that I find on eBay, which may sound pretty cool and may sound like something you'd want to do, but remember this, I have a mutant lifestyle, I have no kids, I have no car, I have very few expenses, I can live well under $10,000 a year, so don't be too impressed, but it is fun. And uh, I guess what the plan is, is uh, this is probably going to be a seasonal show, and I'll record it during the garage sale season, which around here is late spring through summer into the fall. And uh, hopefully what I'll do is I'll be able to release it weekly too, so you can sort of follow along. It won't be exactly along with me garage sailing. There'll be, there'll be a couple weeks difference in there. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about my experiences. I'm sure I'll probably bitch about certain things at certain garage sales and rave about other things and the people that I encounter. And then we'll go over the stuff that I got and maybe a little theorizing as to what we can get for them. And then the next week we can find out what they went for on eBay if they went at all. And, on you know, in between uh, I can give you a few little hints on how to uh, research and make a little extra money on eBay and uh, maybe uh, nudge along your uh, your sales better or just uh, stuff to be on the lookout if you are going to garage sales that may be valuable that you wouldn't know about. So to start right off we had the first awesome garage sale of the year on Saturday which was the 4th which was the May the 4th Be With You and Free Comic Book Day, but I was garage sailing. Um, they have this huge neighborhood garage sale here, and I can't even tell you, it's there were probably 250 garage sales there. It was just an ungodly, and it was actually an ungodly clusterfuck of cars. But luckily, I have a bike. So I just got this humongous pack basket, slung it on my back, got on my bike, rode out there, timed it so I'd get there a little before 9 in the morning because I have a friend who lives on the far corner of it and they were having their garage sale but I used their garage as a place to dump off my uh, my pack basket which uh, was a really good thing because the first, the first sale that I went to there right off the bat I got a Super Nintendo system in the box that that it's a sad story. I guess the grandmother had bought it for her grandchildren to play. Set it up. They came over one day, played it, and then they promptly moved to Colorado. And she put it in the box all nice and neat and stuck it in the closet for the last 20 years. And then sold it to me for 25 bucks. And this was a SNES Super Set. So it was just your basic setup for a Super Nintendo. And it came with a, a Super Mario World cartridge and it's just it's so exciting looking at it because it's spanky new you know there's the um connect connectors on the back of 
everything are shiny and glinty and it, it looks like it just rolled right out of the factory so 25 bucks I'm hoping to get somewhere between 125 150 dollars for that maybe a little less because I'm charging $20 for shipping because I know it's it's gonna cost nearly that and uh, I probably will not ship this one out of the United States just because it'll be too much of a hassle and I'll be losing sleep wondering if it's gonna get there or whether it's a scam or, or whatever so I got a little list here rundown of uh, some of the stuff that uh, I found uh, some of the stuff I found a lot of stuff that I'm gonna end up keeping just because it's so awesome but they're mostly books and small stuff uh, like I got a 90s scholastic Star Wars reading poster that's a really really bad example of Photoshop work <laughs> from from circa 1997 era um, a Grandmaster chess set by Ameritoys that's that's pretty neat I'm figuring I'll get like nine or ten bucks for that I think I paid like a buck for it I got a video projector that you're supposed to hook up your um your your video game system too I got that for ten bucks from these two really baked looking I want to say teenagers but they're probably like 22 years old DJ types they had all this DJ equipment and this just sitting there and uh I haven't turned it on yet. That's something I looked it up. It it retails for about $199, but it doesn't have its remote control, which probably makes it a pain in the ass to use. And I just I can't imagine the only connectors on it are the little RCA cables, you know, like old video ga- for video games. There's no high definition um, thing. So I can't imagine it's a very good picture, but we'll see. I might keep that. That might be something I, I, I can just use to play little video games for. Um, a weird game called Open Wide. Um, Open Wide. It's a <laughs> the Happy Hippo tooth pulling game. Um, where I can't imagine if you're pulling the teeth out of a hippo that he would be happy. But that there you go. Um, a set of Scooby-Doo Monopoly. Both of those cost me a buck. And Open Wide Hippo, I have no idea how much that would go for. I can't find any example of that selling anywhere. So I'll throw that up for five, six bucks and see what happens. Scooby-Doo Monopoly, I'll probably get ten bucks for that. Um, a great find. I was coming up on a garage sale just as these sort of Jersey Shore douchey looking tattoo guys were they hung over and and they were setting up their their garage sale maybe like two or three hours late, which is perfect to come across at. And uh, the guys got these. They look like snow globes, but they have um, two of them have the Enterprise D in them. And one has a Klingon ship, and one has the the original Enterprise. And the one with the original Enterprise, the water is somehow leaked out of it. So I asked the guy, "How much for these?" And I don't know. My girlfriend just dropped them off, and they're hers. I'll have to call her up. So he's calling her on the phone, and I'm looking at the bottom of these things and notice, okay, they take batteries, so they probably light up. And instead of snow, they got kind of glitter in them, so it looks like stars. 
But I noticed the price tag, $69.95 for these things. And he's trying to call his girlfriend. He can't get her on the phone. He goes, I don't know. Three bucks. Sold. So can't go wrong with that. I may keep those because they're just so cool. Uh, I got a little tiny puzzle that's a slice of pizza. Um, oh, along with the Super Nintendo, the woman threw in an... Yeah, 1982 Lego starter set for little kids in its box. It's all in great shape. No idea what what if there's going to be any interest in that, but uh, we'll see. It's uh, it's complete. I got um, a nice box set of um, Mouse, the Art Spiegelman comic. I'll probably keep that. A box set of five Doonesbury paperbacks, which I'll probably keep those too. A beautiful Fantagraphics coffee table hardcover Pogo. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Walt Kelly um, collection of all the syndicated strips. I got that for a dollar. And the woman's like, you ever heard the expression, never had the spine cracked on it? I don't think that one's had the spine cracked on it. It's beautiful color reproduction. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, Smithsonian Book of Comics. It has old Superman, Batman stories, a lot of the standard, you know, superhero origins, but it also has uh, some spirit stories and stuff in there. That looks like a nice one. That's going to be a keeper, too. Um, if any of you guys heard of um, Brio, anyone with kids has probably heard of the Brio train sets. This was a Brio dice game um, from Sweden. I got that for a buck. It's really neat. I'm thinking I might get about 10 bucks for that. I got Tommy by The Who, but it's performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. That's a keeper. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Here's a here's a good one. I think Scott Gardner used to have this record when we were kids. It was a, a Buddha, rec- Buddha brand or Buddha label record of uh, Spider-Man, a rock comic. And uh, all I remember about this one is there was a track on it called Spider-Man's Nightmare or Spider-Man's Dream and whatever. It's Peter Parker having a nightmare of all his enemies taunting him. So there's a lot of Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So it's very similar to the witches on that Star Trek episode. So I can't wait to... I gotta hook up my turntable so I can listen to that. It's Spider-Man! Don't let him get away! The cops! Where did they come from? They're after me. There he goes. That's close. Got to make it to the rooftops. A voice calling to me. A voice I've heard before. That voice filled with such pain. I've got to find that voice. There he goes up the side of that building. Get a search letter. Can't hang around. The voice is fading, growing weaker. <laughs> Streets the wall. Still time to catch myself. I did it. <laughs> Spider-Man, I've come to pick your balls. The Vulture. What are you doing here? Yours wasn't the voice that called me. <laughs> the Vulture perches where he pleases. <laughs> A whole bunch of action figures from the movie Aliens, but they're um, obviously nothing that appeared in the movie. They're different one has wings on it. There's one that looks like a bull. Those will probably go on my bookshelf. Those are really neat. Uh, Halloween costume called Spicy Tamale. 
It's a sort of hachi machi lady slutty outfit for Halloween. That one will stay in the in the back room until October, and then that'll go up on eBay. And a Milton Bradley game called Domination, which um, yeah, I'm hoping that one that one eh, seven eight bucks. Um, a couple days before this garage sale, I went to a really great drunken garage sale that we just stumbled upon randomly and there was nobody there and the first thing it, it, nobody there watching it in the front and the first thing I noticed is there's a big poster that has sort of a 3d extruded area in the front and it's a Iron Maiden um, record cover with Eddie the trooper I believe you know, extruded out in 3D on it, and it had four bucks on it. And I said, "Well, I gotta get that for four bucks." So I went around back to the house, and there's a bunch of people on the deck, and they're getting loaded. But they're not getting loaded; they're already loaded. It looked like mom and dad, and maybe like their son and a couple of his friends and the family dog. And so I said, "Hey, does anybody want to take any of my money?" And uh, the, the son gets up and sort of stumbles down. He's like, "Dude." I'll do it. He sort of looked like that guy, um, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker serial killer. Sort of guy is like, you know, shirtless, bro dude, sort of heavy metal looking dude, really drunk, stumbling. So I come out front and, and once I get out front, I start noticing there's other stuff here that I really, that looks really good. There's a, a Viewmaster set of um, Dracula. From I think it was 74, 72, or 74. Perfect shape. There's a van, a black. It looks like a model van, but it's got Darth Vader on it. And uh, there's a bunch of old hardcover um, antique books. You know, um, one of them was a first edition of the Lone Ranger and Tonto, the novel, and uh, a book on insects. And I sort of pile this stuff up, and I'm like. How much for the uh, the Viewmaster? The guy goes, ah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, man. Come on. One dollar. And I'm like, okay. So I put it on top of uh, Eddie and I, what about this van? I don't know, man. 50 cents. I don't know. I put it out. So I start. So, so at this point, I realize I'm just going to start picking stuff up and put it in a pile. I go, how much you want for the pile? He goes, Jeez. come on, man. Come on. Give me five bucks for it. Bam. So I get in the car and I'm looking at the Star Wars van a little closer and it's got a copyright date in 1977. Turns out it's one of those SSP uh, vehicles, you know, so it would have the the sort of stick with the with the um, teeth on it that you would feed through it and, and send it off down the uh, down usually into the wall or into action figures or something. But this one was in beautiful shape. It doesn't have the ripcord for it, but uh, that's going on. That's going on display. It's just beautiful. I'm definitely gonna um, sell um, the Dracula Viewmaster. I don't, you know. I mean, it's neat. It's something I'll never really use, and when I use, I'll just be messing it up anyway. So I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping I get like twenty or thirty dollars out of uh, Dracula there. But uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Um, tomorrow is uh, I'm recording this late. I should have recorded this right after I, I did all these garage sales when I was all excited. But I was too busy putting the stuff up on eBay. 
Um, tomorrow I'm going to another community garage sale, hopefully. The advertisement is kind of tricky, and I've noticed this happens sometimes. It says community garage sale event, but it has one address of a house. So it may just be one house, and they got all the neighbors to bring their stuff to it for the garage sale. If so, that's going to be kind of disappointing, because a community garage sale is... Honestly, if it's in a good neighborhood, if it's in a nice neighborhood where people live for generations, it's a gold mine and it's wonderful because you don't have to drive and and park and, and wind all around and follow signs. You just park your car and you walk from one garage sale to another. You're in one garage sale, you look across the street and there's another one and you know, you can go for hours without having to burn gas. It's just, it's it's the best in the world. So hopefully it's one of those, I have my doubts. If not, I might have to uh, talk whoever's driving me around, if, I, if that person pans out, <laughs> into uh, maybe casting a wider net. But if actually that ride doesn't turn out, this is within biking distance of me. So I may, I may just bike out there. And this, this is only a Friday grass shale, so that also leaves open the prime day of Saturday, which is, you know, that's the golden garage shale day. That's the day where you're going to see the most garage shales. Friday is a great day because you don't have all the competition of the people who have to work. But then again, the people who are your real competition, if there is such a thing, don't work a regular job anyway they're working like it's a it's a day of work for them too so it's 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 almost a crapshoot but um yeah i guess that's about all for for this week um as time goes on you will hear me you know um do a little more about the actual act of garage sailing and the act of ebaying but for now uh, we got a list of stuff and I'll see you next week, and I'll tell you what I got. In the meantime, go to our website, twotruefreaks.com, and check out all the hundreds and hundreds of podcasts on all different subjects we have there. And while you're there, you can buy a t-shirt. You can hit the PayPal button and give us some money if you feel so inclined. Or, best of all, just go to the Amazon link that we have there. Whenever you buy something on Amazon, we get a little cut doesn't cost you a goddamn thing and to take you out i'll give you a little representation of the garage sailing theme this time presented by an all japanese male chorus who don't speak a word of english
this is your Uncle Don saying good night. Good night, little kids. Good night. We're off? Good. Well, that ought to hold the little bastards. <laughs>